What's happening? Hour number three, J Mart and Ramon. That's the name of the radio program. Put an app behind us. You'll find us there on Twitter at J Mart and Ramon. Ramon Foster, Jonathan Schaefer, Jason Martin, Brian of Titans Radio with us for the next little bit. We're going to get to your phone calls during this segment because they're all relevant to what we're going to be speaking about. 615-737-1045 is the telephone number. The Des Fitzpatrick situation is certainly front of mind today. And there are passionate takes on all sides, which is good. And we certainly want to hear them. Go to Zone TV. YouTube is, is live this morning, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, uh, comment there. Go ahead and join the fam. All you got to do is show up. That's our listening audience, affectionately, at least by us. Referred to as a fam. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. You can find us. Let's go to Mr. Caples first. He's on line one. What's going on, Cape? What's going on, guys? Hey, What's going on, man? Man? here. What's up? You know, I'm I'm very surprised at the lack of common sense going on today, man. Like, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's it's just mind boggling to me. Like, Jamar, like, you, it's it's just weird that people are jumping down your throat about you criticizing J. Rob, even though you said the Titans is gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, where's the common sense, man? You give people their flowers when their flowers are due. You give people <laughs> criticism when their criticism is due. And people love to forget, man, like back on draft night, everybody was like wondering what J-Mart was doing, to be honest. Let's just speak. Be, let's be real about it. J-Rob. Um, but yeah, I'm sure some people TV, cared what, what I was doing. What was J-Mart doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JR. I'm just saying, like, they 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 criticized him about drafting Kayla Farley because Kayla Farley coming off an injury and – and uh, has to play football in two years, right? Am I right or wrong? Yeah, that's right. Mr. Cables, okay. I'm, I'm going to answer your question with this. What you're discovering is Titans Twitter, Titans <laughs> social media, whatever. They wear two-tone glasses, two-tone blue glasses. And they, you know, John Robinson is their beloved general manager, and they love him unconditionally, apparently. And, you know, and look, we'll get into this this hour. There are there's not a GM in the, in the alive in the world of the the NFL that hasn't made mistakes. Nobody's betting the it's bat a batting the average. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like playing baseball. Agreed. But but what you've got is you've got people very passionate about their their team and their general manager. I'm very passionate about my team. Titans is my squad, but I also can take criticism about my squad. Sure. I also can take criticism about things that happen. And I'm with you guys. Like I'm a Titans fan, but I try my best to stay away from Titans fans on Twitter, and <laughs> because the, it's, it's, I call it toxic Titans Twitter and the toxic Titans fans, man. Well, because my we just seem to forget that we don't make the best decisions. Most of us, some of us do. I say about forty percent of us got common sense, and the rest of us just be off in third world country somewhere with they thinking. <laughs> because these are the same people that booed Steve McNair and wanted Neil O'Donnell to start over Steve McNair yes. back in the day when Steve had back surgery in 1999, you know, the year we went to the Super Bowl, and the guy who almost dragged us to a Super Bowl win, but they wanted him out. Yep. This wow. is the type of fans we deal with. That's right. But just to wrap this up, man, if, you call, if you're going to praise this guy, you got to criticize him. And everybody ain't forgot about Isaiah Wilson and what happened with him, and he hasn't forgot about it either. So I really feel like the whole Des Fitzpatrick thing was, ah, if it don't work out, we cutting the losses. We're not wasting time like we did with Isaiah. 
because a lot of people don't understand. It wasn't just the drops with Isaiah. It was his approach to reps. It was his mindset. It was all of those things. If you pay attention to these shows on 104.5 The Zone, each one of these shows, J. Martin Ramon, Buck Rising, Mm -hmm. Blaine and Mickey, Mm -hmm. 3HL, all reported on the fact that it wasn't just the drops with Dez. It was his mindset, his approach to practice, his work ethic that got him in the doghouse with the coaches. So it's more to it than just, oh, he dropped a pass. But the whole thing is, man, relax, man, chill out. It's a sports talk radio show, <laughs> even though we with the petty 90% of the time. They do talk sports on this show, and this is a sports topic right now that you have to talk about because it's being talked about all over Nashville. We talked about it at work last night. Wow. So don't get mad when sports is actually talked about just because your team getting criticized. And if you're a Titans fan, Learn how to take criticism, man, because y'all be making us look bad. <laughs> I love y'all. Mr. Capels, well miss. said, sir. Capels, Capels with the walk-off shot. If I can well say said. this, too. GMs I've known around and just watching the moves made around other teams, they absolutely love their draft picks. Sure. That's how you keep your that's job. Their that's their baby. The most commendable yeah. thing that's happened in the past few years since I've been covering this team, past couple years, no, year, is – that blade is sharp. If you're not a part of the not a part of the reason we're gonna win, then he'll cut you. A lot of GMs won't do that. I clap for that one. That's, and that's I agree. That's with That's where I give John Robinson credit. Yeah, because you, uh, Chris Ballard, in, in Indianapolis, cut a fifth rounder yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a 2021 fifth rounder. And most yeah. people believe, including me, he's one of the best GMs in the league. And you look at his track record after the 2018 draft class; it's not that great. Yeah, and that's. That's where I get defensive about John Robinson is there ain't a GM out there that is batting a thousand. No, absolutely. Bill Polian put some of the best rosters in the world together and they lost four Super Bowls with those in rosters. Buffalo. Four straight Super Bowls. I'm a product of that. I thought our roster was stacked. And that goes the last back to years. what one of your earlier callers that I heard yeah. is correct is you make the pick, but the pick has to stick and hit and, and buy in and, yeah. and perform. That's to- that's totally true. On, on that front, but at the same time, it's not going to be the. I mean, the pick's going to get killed because he's going to lose his job. Yeah. Be like, well, he was a bust. But right. then, why did we take him in the first place? That becomes but the next question. What if Des Fitzpatrick comes back on the practice squad? Because we haven't seen they haven't assembled that yet. They There's 16 tanked. players yeah. on the practice squad, like there was. It's the same thing. Vested veterans could be on there, just like it was last year in the pandemic. What if he comes back, and what if they develop him, and he gets the right deal going along? It's we'll see. Let's go to cousin. Let's go to cousin Paxton. What's up, Paxton? It was on the big screen. On Saturday, morning. Good Good morning. Morning. Hey, y'all know when y'all start talking Titans football, y'all can expect a call from me. Man. It's my <laughs> Am I getting arrested by you, Paxton? Yeah, you, no, you're not gonna get it. You might get a citation, man. I'm not okay. gonna take you to Brooklyn. Okay? <laughs> citation. I'm not gonna take you to Brooklyn. So, I'm I'm not gonna shy away from saying I'm a J. Rob fan, man, and and that's because I lived through Rustin Webster. I mean, I, I would be a fan of a rock at this point if he was doing half as good as Rustin Webster was doing. So, Jay Roberts, to me, that's my man. I can't accept criticism, but my thing is this with Dennis Fitzpatrick. We were going to get criticized either way for that. When we started seeing this guy in camp and the way he was dropping passes, it was going to be a topic of discussion. If we would have stuck with him, you know, the narrative would have been, you know, uh, are we coddling this guy? You know, there's other players that could have made the roster, like Mason Kenzie, for example. Uh, And then, obviously, we cut him, and here we are. So, the thing I love and can respect about J-Rob is this man can wash his hands of something and just move on. 
Like, and I love that. You got to be able to just, you know what, patch yourself, dust yourself off, and keep moving, man. I mean, in this game, he doesn't dwell on it. He doesn't, you know, take, you know, he does not like. He's not afraid to pull the trigger on, on some things, and he will admit he made a mistake. Darius Fitzpatrick was a mistake. Uh, we can criticize him all day, but let's also praise him for admitting that that was a mistake. Okay. I agree with that. He's made some good choices. He's made some bad choices. But guess what? At the end of the day, we don't have Russell Webster as our GM anymore, man. So <laughs> I can drink to that. Cheers to that. Tighten up. Love you guys, and I'm out of here. What you- uh, so yeah, uh, all right. So well, here's so here's my issue. I want to say this real fast, right? And then then I, I want I definitely want to get to your Isaiah point. We were talking off air. Yeah. No one is criticizing the decision to cut Des Fitzpatrick. No one in this room. No, you're, no one on this show is your saying whole thing is about that. We like you that he say made there's that intel right. that he should not have been evaluated that high, and he, and you're saying John Robinson traded up, traded draft capital away, and 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 got him. And look at where we are. You had to cut him because he was on the team. Yeah. Because he was selected by your team. That's the criticism. The criticism is not that you admitted a mistake, that you did the right thing. I like that you have a GM that's not willing to wait too long, too. Well, and yeah. part of that is is what's ingrained in him from all of his time in New England. How many times New England do this kind of thing in terms of, yeah. You're not you're not what we do. See you later. You're out. So that's where he gets Mason some of that. Kenzie is a guy that the Patriots cut. Yeah. Do you know, like, sure. if we're going to reference them, now, I think out. what Cousin Paxton was saying is, and this is where I would, again, defend John Robinson to a degree, is that for every Des Fitzpatrick, there's also a a, a, a Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, or or a Nate agreed. It's or just, a Nate, yes. they, you know, it's a batting average. Yeah. That's what we're looking at here. Yeah. We, we said this after the draft. Look, all these draft picks won't make it. I'll say this. I didn't expect the fourth rounder to not make it. No, I'll, I'll say that yeah. part. I think that, hey, that that's part of look it. Look at Mike Mayock with the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh, been Two years ago, he had a fantastic draft class. He had sixth and seventh rounders contributing. Yeah, yeah. Since then, not so much. I see we got Cousin Andrew. I see we got Cousin Danny. I see something called Cuzzo Gorilla is online. <laughs> wow. So we'll get more of your phone calls. This topic definitely has you, uh, has you fired up this morning. You have hit the pulse point. We will continue to talk about this when we come back. It is J-Mart and Ramon. More of your phone calls with Rhett Bryan when we come back here on 104.5 The Zone. Yeah, you got yourself a topic. I like it. J. Martin Ramon, 104.5 The Zone. Guests appear via the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Guests appear in studio via the Barbasol chair. Red Brian Tights Radio. I'm just vibing with Red right now. Yeah, it's good stuff. I have to talk, though. Jonathan Schaefer, I'm Jason Martin. Look at those kids. Somebody has to talk. Cousin Andrew in Portland, we'll let him talk. What's going on, Andrew? What's up, Andrew? Man, Schaefer, you always keep me shaking that groove thing with these songs you play coming in. Um, hey, said. listen, I'm, I'm going to channel my inner coach, Mac. I need everybody to keep their daggum powder dry on this. Uh-huh. Two, two things can be true. One, J-Rob needs help or needs improvement, if you will, when it comes to some of his draft selections. And I'm looking at it since 2016. He's got some great picks but he's also got some big busts, okay? That can be true, and this is a valid statement by Jason that Des Fitzpatrick was a huge bust. He gave up three draft picks to move up and get this guy, and he's no longer on the team. But also, something else that can be true is that since J-Rob walked in the building, we have been a better football team. No doubt. So, 
separate the two things. And I challenge people to go look this up. I'm fixing to put it in the chat because there's a link here to the draft selections and to his free agency acquisitions. Both need help. He's not perfect, but we are better with him, and we are better with with, with Miss Amy, and we are better with Mike Brable. So just breathe, people, and stop beating up J-Mart. I normally try to because it's fun to pick on J-Mart, but he's right here. So just accept it. But they also understand that we are a better team with J-Rob. Andrew, again, the voice of reason. I stopped listening after I heard, but he's right. <laughs> you really think I'll be listening to you? Well, he, I ain't listening to you. I, the only thing I would disagree, Des Fitzpatrick is not a huge bust. Yeah, it's a fourth-round pick, but he's got two busts in his resume. He's got Kevin Dodd and he's got Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah Wilson yeah. Make your now, Isaiah point, Rhett. All right, here's the thing. And I think this is where the point of contention is with you guys and your question and the audience who is taking offense to that. If Isaiah Wilson did not happen last year, and let's say everything's hunky-dory and he's the right tackle and we're rolling right along, mm-hmm. and I know that changes the landscape of how, who's drafted and what in 2021, but if that didn't happen, would we be making as big a deal out of this as we are right now? To a point we had Alvin call earlier, if he's still listening, I got to ask you this. He brought up the point about Conklin. Should have dug in your pockets and just got that done. I've other mindset. We've all seen this too. Look, if you want them, you can keep them. The Conklin point that Alvin brought up, should they have just went ahead and just said, you know what, let's do this deal. Now, I know that deal set the market for right tackles. Could they have persuaded him and then you'd be in a totally different situation right Let's now. back up to history a little bit okay. before that, though. Let's hear it. He had, was coming off of an injury-ended yes, year, was not right, was not himself, and really wasn't himself till nearly the middle of that next season. And what happened in all that? That window of May the 2nd or 3rd where you had to make the decision okay. to pick up his fifth-year option past because they just weren't sure well here's the, the thing timing about, wasn't right so more on conklin i remember after the injury after the rookie year i was doing fox sports radio mm-hmm. and we were talking about different rosters and the tights came up and jeff schwartz made the point to me he goes conklin is overrated like conklin was getting credit for what guys next to him were doing that were putting him into into a position to succeed there was debate as to whether or not conklin was as good as advertised, mm-hmm. was as good as his draft selection at the time where you would have had to make the call to pay him Okay, to defend John Robinson on that. And I'm not saying it just because of Jeff. I'm saying Jeff was just one example. He's like, I've talked to a bunch of people. We all kind of see this. Now Conklin has panned out. He's got some talented guys with him, mm-hmm. but he's panning out now. And so now it's really easy to look back and criticize that move. Now to the Isaiah question, to your Isaiah point, no, it wouldn't. But I think that when you look at a draft that last year just didn't go very well, at least for right now, there's still some unproven stuff that we need to figure out. But we didn't get a lot of contribution last year from those guys. Isaiah turned out to be a disaster. And then your next two picks were injured. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Things that need to be figured out. Sure. Clowney bombed. Beasley bombed Mm -hmm. insanely big. Yep. So John Robinson didn't have a good year last year from a lot of the metrics that people listening are going to point to for a general manager mm-hmm. to have hit on big time free agent signings and the draft not working out. Are we hitting him more because of this, because of that? Yes. However, if you don't blow the Isaiah pick, 
you don't draft Dylan Radins in the second round. Mm-hmm. You draft a wide receiver. There's never a Des Fitzpatrick discussion to have in the first place. Now, mm-hmm. is it possible that whoever you draft then goes and bust? Sure. Or bust is a strong word because he's so young. Yeah. We don't know what his career is going to be. You might yet. have taken a stud tight end with that second pick, too. It, right. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you That possible. was a window where some of those guys like Pat Fryer yeah. move. And them were, and they've been raving about that kid. So. Yeah, but I think that so, the biggest yep. thing is that the Isaiah, when you miss on a first rounder, especially if you miss that fast, like it's not like Isaiah played for three or four years, he's okay, and then you had to let him go. Yeah, this was he never played for you. He never or Miami. He played four snaps and he's out of the NFL yeah. at this point in time. You had to then scramble to overcome that, and I think that it led to a snowball effect in this draft that cost you a potential better wide receiver and led to just trying to piecemeal to try and find a right tackle. But the part where Cousin Andrew says keep your powder dry, and I agree with him 100%, you missed on a right tackle first-round pick. You missed on a first-round pick. That's that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But you didn't miss on a first-round pick quarterback. And that's what had the Titans in a hole for years. Impact. You're talking about you, impact you, of yeah, the positions. You, you had a great rookie year out of Vince Young, mm-hmm. and then the, the train went off the tracks. You missed on Jake Locker, and that's why you, you know, and then yeah. Marcus Mariota didn't really pan out at mm-hmm. the end. Did you miss and on so, Corey Davis? Where he was drafted, what you could have gotten if you had not taken him, and what production no, you actually got out of him? Look, look at the other two guys in that draft class that were taken that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, Mike they, Williams, they, it all didn't. Mike work. Williams is still waiting to yeah. do something with the Los Angeles Chargers, yes. and I believe he will. John Ross has been hurt left yes. and right. Yeah, had bounced three or four teams. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you you didn't miss on a on a franchise quarterback, and that's where the glass is half full. That's what cousin Andrew was trying to mm-hmm. say. Agreed on that, cousin Danny in the borough. Danny, what's, what's up? Danny in the borough. Hey, what up, fam? Good to talk to you. So. Red, I called when you were uh, on last week, and we talked about the window, right, for a championship with the Titans. And J-Mart hit me with the demerit saying, no, it's not two years. It's just this year and this year alone. So my dig with, with at J-Rob with this draft class is not just limited to Des Fitzpatrick, because if you look at the guys that he took before him in Radins and Farley, those guys aren't ready to contribute to this team right now either. And I think a team that is right now trying to win a championship and taking the free agencies or the free agents and spending the money on that that we had in the you know before the draft, then why aren't why isn't he prioritizing guys that can contribute to the team now? I understand we need to plug holes and we got to think about down the line and the future of the team as well, but I don't see any of those first three picks in Farley, Radens, and obviously not Fitzpatrick contributing to this team this year. So how can we say that this draft was successful at all? I mean, am I am I being too dramatic here. Well, Red. no, no, Danny, what you're you're being a little is premature. Here's here's the thing. We don't rating draft classes, you know, 6 months, 5 months after they've been drafted is is silly. Usually it's and, about 3 years. Yeah, you you need at least 2 years out of this thing. And, and here's the thing. Uh you've have if if you've hit on Bud Dupree as a free agent. If you've got Tier Tart up there with Big Jeff and Corey uh, Anthony Rush and some of these guys, and you've got the pass rush back like you need it to be, and then Jackrabbit does what he needs to do on the back end of this thing. The biggest thing is you have Jayon Brown back in the middle of that defense. Agreed. That yeah. is huge. Yeah. And you have a David Long Jr. who has dra- dramatically improved is an in-space, in-coverage linebacker to go with Rashawn Evans in that rotation. You've got to have those guys doing their part, 
And by the time you get to the meat and potatoes where you're playing the Bills on Monday night and then six days later you're playing the the Chiefs in back-to-back home games in week, what, five and six or whatever, that's where hopefully you've got Caleb Farley right there ready to roll and some of these other guys that you're talking about uh, and Dylan Radins. Uh, you, you know, you're what you're going to see. And here's the other thing that we haven't even discussed yet because of the question that you guys have posed this morning. You got nine guys on the COVID list. This roster's going to look different yeah, we, September the 12th. We hadn't even gotten to that point yet. We brought that up. I mean, there's four, and we said two possibles that still got that still have to be made on this on this uh, team as far as guys that's on the COVID list. You got Nate, you got uh Ben Tannehill, and you got Landry. Yep. Those are four for sure that are gonna make this team. Nick Nichols point. is either. Who did you say? Same again. You got you have you got Tannehill, Nate, Nate Davis, Nate Davis, Landry, Landry, and Ben Jones. Yes, those, those four are those four in. So it's four yeah. coming off this fifty three right That's now. Right. The possible two we have are Jeremy McNichols and Jer- uh, Jeff Swain. Yeah, like the McNichols situation, that's going to determine Makai Sargent's fate. And you yeah. figure DeZubnar makes it because of his special teams prowess. Oh, okay. okay. So McMath, who, McMath is on that list. Well, that's why he made it last year. McMath, I McMath think McMath goes to, the taxi, goes to the practice goes, squad. He goes to the practice yeah, squad. Practice squad. Okay. And, you know, so, Swain may make it now, but, but again, there's if a Michael couple of tight ends. There and, there's a couple of, yeah, and I'm telling you, Tanner Hudson, yeah, I agree a with kid you. from West Tennessee who is who was been with the Buccaneers, won a world championship with them, led the team and the, the Buccaneers in receiving in the preseason. He's a guy I'd take a look at. Mm-hmm. I think the guy can block, and I think the guy can play. And then uh, who was the guy? I forgot his his name. Well, the offensive lineman, Munyer. Munyer. He's out. He's on the roster right now he's behind He's out him. as soon as these guys come off the list. Yeah, He's one guy I feel very confident is not going to be on this Because Brewer team. can play guard and center, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Brewer, Brewer can play. So, so you're going to see some, you know, four a, at least four. And look, and that's without on, shopping around, a, a, right, right, right. And right. and and John Robinson has been known he is going to churn the back end of this roster if he sees player forty nine, fifty one, fifty two, fifty three, whatever that he can thinks he can make better. He's going to make that move. Cuzzo Gorilla, what's, what's going what's on? What's going on, fam? Hey, man. Hey, check, check this out, man. Y'all going to have to get me some theme music when I pop in like <laughs> Cuzzo Mike. Wow. Right? Yeah, you're going to have to do that for the gorilla, South Nashville in the house. Yeah, we like Cleveland, too, around in my parts. But anyhow, check this out, gentlemen. Check this out. Real talk. I think that John Robinson has been more lucky than good. Now, he's been excellent, but he's been more lucky than good. I want the audience to think about this here, and I want you guys to kind of elaborate on it. If we didn't pick up Julio, would Des Fitzpatrick made this team with all his deficiencies? Mm. Secondly, remember, guys, three years ago, and this is why I think he's more lucky than good, three years ago he was trying to trade Derrick Henry. He was trying to get rid of Derrick Henry. And I believe that they were trying to run him in the ground, and they were like, whoa, he won't break. We got something here. Think about that, y'all. Now, I love J-Rob. I mean, he turns, and, and one of you guys that just alluded to it, he turns the bottom of our roster. I think we are deep for our second-string players. I think we're deeper than we've ever been. But um, his first-round draft picks, man, he misses on those. It looks like in the later rounds, he strikes gold. All right, guys, 
Get my theme music together, man. All right, girl. <laughs> we'll give you McGill. Right, we'll give you the Hanna Barbera. By the way, he's not getting theme music because he asked for theme. Yeah, that's oh. the, that is the, that's the first so mistake. So what Shafe is saying, Hashtag you earn petty. it. You earn it. You can't give yourself a nickname. So I'm gonna really. I'm gonna disagree with Cuzzo Gorilla for, for one thing here on the Derrick Henry part of it. Yeah, I knew Derrick you would, Henry. I'm gonna disagree too. Derrick Henry in the middle of the 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 2018 season going to London. <laughs> yes. That was a very I mean, there was a there was a goal line situation and David Flewellen was in there, not Flewellen. Derek Henry. And not and it wasn't J Rob that was trying that was the, no, the rumor was. It was Nashville that was like Derek Henry just doesn't have it. Well, He's a great And here's the player. thing. D- Derek Henry was in a bad spot right there. I mean, this is where that famous Eddie George Eddie conversation. George conversation comes into play and things started to turn. Because when he gets towards the last four games of of the season, heading into that playoff run, uh, you know, to go to Kansas City and and just, I mean, that that was where he was as a player at that time. What he's done in the last two years earned him an inside top five spot in the NFL Network's one hundred. I mean, yeah. he's he's I a mean, stud, and he ain't five. He's no, number four. He's four. <laughs> yeah. But there was nobody at that point in time that saw him being in the top one hundred. No. At all. Like you I mean, there was there was a light. Deion Lewis that in that in that New England in that uh London game had like hundred and sixty something yards from scrimmage. He was wow. the cowbell. Wow. So let me ask you another polarizing question just because I know where our audience is in terms of how much they like these guys. Mason Kinsey. Makai Sargent, those were your practice squad crushes this yeah. year, or did they were your they were your camp crushes? I should say, sure, they were your preseason crushes. They did everything you could have asked them to do. Mm-hmm. But are you are are we surprised that Kenzie's not on this roster? Are we surprised if Sargent is supplanted by McNichols when he comes off the COVID? I'd list? be more surprised at the latter than the former. Yeah, I would be more surprised if Makai Sargent isn't a part of this. Because of the way, just the effort. I mean, he ran with a purpose now. Um, And really, and I got nothing against Mason Kinsey. I was really entertained by how well he went after it in the preseason. But, um, but yeah, I would be more surprised if Makai Sargent didn't make this roster. And he still may not. Again, because we got, you're talking about these nine guys that are on the COVID list. And, and then, again, like you said, he hadn't even been shopping yet. Yeah, with what's 31 on the teams that let guys yeah. go yesterday. Right. There's a ton of dudes on the street. I, I, get, I just got to bring this up because it's interesting, if anything, if you could. Talk about what you put into text. Yeah, what I put nah, in I'm, I'm fascinated by this. This is also from two Titans fans. My trainer is an avid I need Titans a match fan. for this. With his dad. This, I, need season, a, I need a lighter. Something. Season ticket holders, okay? And they were listening to the conversation and kind of said this. They t- He texted him and was like, my dad and I did a little exercise on John Robinson. And this guy is who now? He's my trainer, but he's a big-time Titans fan. Okay. For the longest, okay? Uh, one of my best friends, James. Shout out to y'all for this. After listening to y'all this morning, we did a win-loss record of Robinson based on picks. He said they came up 18, 19, and 6. Six being tied or pushed based on late round or role players picked late. So meaning under 50%. Uh, on wins-loss with pushes in there. He was like, they were going to do like two points for our AJ. Give me, the, and- give me the final tally again. 18, 19, and 6. Okay. Right. right at five, four hundred, and again, we're talking about six, seven rounds and free agents. Mm-hmm. Where we like in this, T.R. Tart isn't compared and isn't brought into mm-hmm. this situation, this sure. conversation. 
Um, but that's about around probably where most GMs are, in a sense. Isaiah cuts deep. And I think the reason we're having this is because of that situation last year. And then the injury of Caleb Farley this year. Like, he's going to play. He's going to be fine. Everybody says that. But 18, 19, and 6. You do your own breakdown of it. I thought that was just an interesting point. Not from me, but from people who are yeah. who have been Titans fans. This is what this show is. This is barbershop talk. This is us discussing <laughs> what it is we are doing here on this show. Still, I don't think he hits bad. 500. There are some that are worse. There are some that are better. I think I think the weird the weird thing about John Robinson, you tell me if I'm wrong about this, Red, is and it's not an exact science. And drafting is hard, and you figure that out every year. Sure, you see how many guys don't make it out of the first round that end up just not panning out for whatever reason, and how many quarterbacks bomb that are taken in the top five, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I think the thing with John Robinson is, I don't really get a read. It's not like he's missing the same way when he misses. It's like it's not like well, yeah, because one you're talking about a first spot. round it's pick versus of the fourth round pick in yeah. consecutive years. Sometimes it's character, sometimes it's like talent. Yeah. Like I said, the the stuff that's coming out of Louisville a little bit over the last few weeks, where it's like we didn't really see, yeah, this guy's an NFL talent. Like well, because all kind of all, all of the uh, attention was on Chaterius Tutu Atwell, yeah, in that program. I wonder how he's and, and, and the other one was the the kid they just cut that they had they played in the last preseason game last weekend was JV and Hawkins PlayStation that he got a lot of attention in that program. Hey, that dude can. I hope he is a practice squad guy because huh. nice. hey, he's a little dude, but man, that dude can move. Shifty. I mean, wow. you you heard Mike Keith tell up yeah. the explosive plays he had in college. He had on seventy five, eighty five, ninety. Oh, that dude can get it. Right, right situation. That situation becomes a stud. Preseason's over. <sighs> Hallelujah. We're here. Next week is game week. I'm looking what well, tomorrow's game week for me. Well, oh, absolutely Ooh, it is. Hoo-hoo. But next week, right here on 1045 The Zone, you have it's the Mike Vrabel show on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Coach Dave McGinnis and myself on Mac Talk on Tuesday night. Yeah. Titans tonight with Keith Bullock, Amy Wells, and Mike Keith on Wednesday night. And then here we go into the weekend with the Arizona Cardinals coming to town week one. Talk but about yeah, a college football's cranking up. It's great. Talk about a challenge for that defense, just getting to a quarterback that can escape. Uh, and how about and Nuke Hopkins? Hopkins down the field? DeAndre yes. Hopkins has been out of the division for a minute, but he comes back to try to haunt your dreams. Yeah, the tight the tights can't get away from DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and somebody asked me, I, I did a I did a radio hit with one of our affiliates uh, on Titans Radio this week, and they're like, "Who's the guy that can take care of of?" DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, there's one guy, and I don't know if he's ready yet, but it's Caleb Farley. Wow. That's the one guy wow. who's long and has sticky arms long. Fast enough. Yeah. And he's definitely fast enough. By the no way, one has the, the one... hands, though. No one has bigger bigger hands than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. You know but how the, Caleb Farley is the guy, and again, we go with that P word, uh-huh. potential. P. He's potential. the guy Sir. down the road that could handle a dude like that. So the Titans have never had a corner like this guy. Saw D'Angelo Hall trying to defend himself against what Nuk, against what Nuck Hopkins did to him in that one training camp. Yeah, Hall actually explained it too <laughs> on TV. <laughs> How else, man? He just he's living, he's living rent free in there, isn't he? Sometimes just let those let that sleeping dog lie, man. Yep. <laughs> Take it outside and hope it poops for you. I'm gonna hang here and see what he does with birthdays because I want to hear whose yeah. birthday. Birthday birthdays are coming up next. Ramon's sadness comes up. We'll be right back. Jay Martin, Ramon, 104.5 The Zone. <laughs> Hey, that was a...
J-Mart and Ramon, 104.5 The Zone. Powered by all four seasons garage doors in Nashville. Fourth hour still to come. Inky Johnson and some dude named Buck will also join us in the fourth hour of the Trash. show. <laughs> so we had a controversy on this show during the birthday segment a few days ago because the fam decided that they wanted to change rules of a game that they have no control over, no power over. It's my game. Nothing changed. But Ramon wants credit for sports answers in the birthday segment. And that's not the gimmick. That's not the bit. Rhett Bryan is here. Rhett, should sports answers count for Ramon Foster? Well, by what you're saying, was that the rule to begin with, that never. they did not count? Yes, they've never cared. They've, they've, they're the ways I flesh out the segment. At first, I mention sports, and they say, all right, Moan, and then we play the game. Right. Come on, man. But that – no, 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 Rhett. But if that's the way the game was established – But that day – he started off by saying, man, this is a bad day right here. And then then he named an actress that he didn't even know. And I was like, well, I guess it's just open. It's, it's no, no, open. no, 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 no. That's not done in the right order at all. What? First of all, Come on, he man. will name people that he doesn't know, names people that I don't know. Yes. And just because that day he named someone that he didn't, it's got nothing to do whether he knows them or yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, look, there's been plenty of days when I've listened and I didn't know who the heck he was talking about. But he's supposed to know everybody in pop no. culture. No, I'm no, not. no, 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 you're man. imposing that saint. on him. Oh, man. No, 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 Ramon. He knows a lot of those names. He does not know them all. But then Correct. he said it was going to be a rough day regardless, right? Like, well, I mean, birthdays got to count somewhere. But a, a birthday. No, they don't. You, uh, he doesn't athletes. make up the birthday list. It is what it is. He was there when the parents had some him. Days, he could have made up the birthday <laughs> list, Some right? days are diamonds. Some What's days wrong are cold. with you, man? He was, on, there. Man. he was there when they had the babies, right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he could have controlled this. Okay. I don't even know what you're but, talking about if, anymore. If that is the way it was set up, then sports birthdays are not supposed okay, to Okay, I'm going five for five today. Screw it. Let's go. I see I see where we're at right now. Oh, you now. mean just you like you're eight and two with UT last year? Okay. Hey, wow. I'm off that narcotic now, okay? First, first off. Tomorrow. First off. Here we go, Jason. Load the chamber. Let's see what he does. Basketball player, Catino Mobley, 47. Hey. Uh, AB is 35 today. Brown? Uh, yes. Oh, man. No, the other AB. Alan Bell. <laughs> Adrian Bronner. Now, there's another one. Ha-ha. Aaron Brewer. I'm on fire today. AB's got a nickname. Yeah, Adrian Bronner does too. Okay. AB. About billions. You're so stretching right now. Calais Campbell's 35. Sidney Rice, former uh, SEC wide receiver, South Carolina's 35. I knew that before you. No, I was saying sentence. Don't be an ass, Mo. I'm going in today. (laughs) I'm going in today. Salty Jason. Don't be the dog. (laughs) Don't be the dog that relieved Uh himself out here a couple days ago. Straining away. (laughs) Old turd park over here. (laughs) Clinton yeah, Portis is stuff right Clinton there. Portis is forty. Almost killed him, man. Ben Troop is thirty nine. Okay. Jason Taylor forty seven. Zach Thomas forty eight. How about that? Wow. Both those two Dolphins. Players, I saw that listed birthday. this morning, and it's funny you should say Clinton Portis because I was watching a football life last night on Sean Taylor yeah. watching that again. Oh man, that dude. He was such a stuff. would have been H O F. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan Clark's like his best friend, too. RC, he RC still wore 21 yeah. to practice every day, and right? wore Washington Redskins, Washington football team shirt underneath his uh, jersey. Well, that's what it was game. at the time, so that's yeah. okay. Carl Mecklenburg, 61. Carl Mecklenburg. Look at, he's going to bring in the time. old orange. There he is. Yeah, Nathan is. McKinnon is 26. Nathan Doesn't count, McKinnon. Moan, but who is he? Tennis player. No, he's a hockey player, but yeah. Okay. Close. That was close. All right. I felt right. Like I said, I think you're going to do well here because it's, it's a weird day in birthdays. Oh, look at him trying to here caveat me winning. Phil McGraw, 71. Phil McGraw? 
country music singer? No, that's Tim McGraw. Uh, let's go. Did he start? I'm going to start. Nope. Come on, man. You know who this Bill guy is. Bill McGraw. You know who this is. I do not. He, his name is usually preceded by a title that he has earned in psychology or whatever. Do not know who Phil McGraw is. Dr. Phil. He, he owes oh, Oprah. You chump. You set me up. No. How did I set Phil you up? Phil McGraw is his name, and that's why I tried to give you a hint and God. say his name is preceded by a title. Wait a minute. Rhett tried to help, so you instantly attacked Jason? Yeah, because That's he not right. No. Phil no. McGraw. No. Phil McGraw. Because if he would have said Dr. Phil, that would have given it away. He should have just Ramon, said that. Ramon, if, you've oh read, if you read my books, you know you need some help, son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to do anymore. I just want to have more Dr. <laughs> Phil. I'm going to put the catch you me outside, You didn't know show. my name was Phil McGraw? <laughs> no, I did not. It's kind of some Hank Hill in there. Sound like you can film a belt line. Some propane accessories. Damn it, Bobby. Propane and propane accessories. Damn it, Bobby. Pie, fry, large Ooh. coffee. Pronto. Mom, Barry Gibb is 75. Come uh, on, man. You got to get this now. Natural born killers. Come on, man. <laughs> this dude is Frank. one of the greatest songwriters in oh. the world. One of the greatest singers and performers from a group. His, his, his brothers made up this group. Boys to Men. No, come on. <laughs> the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. I lost that one. I feel like I'm letting I'm letting Rhett down. Oh, man. man. Come on, Rhett. Culture me, man. Well, it doesn't get I'm easier. I'm trying to. I was Frick, trying to give you some early ones. Sprinkle me, man. Come on. Lily Tomlin is 82, Moan. That's Coach Tomlin's uh, mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? You know what? That is a great for that because that it's is hilarious. the wrong answer, but that may be your best. That's wrong so answer. wrong that, I'm, right, that I want to give it right. That felt right. I'm not it's giving it to you, but famous I, I comedian laugh. and actor. Yeah, uh, very famous Tomlin. comedian. E and yep. E. Eh, You'll know this. Zendaya is 25. Zendaya, yeah, I know she's an actress, female actress. Okay. She was in uh, 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 Zendaya. Yeah, no, she wasn't yes. in Zendaya. She is Zendaya. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> We're fighting after this show. I hate you. The day we fight. This is like when the school bell rings at 245. We'll meet what I don't understand is, is how you have IMDb on your computer and you still get this stuff wrong. <laughs> I'm lost on All this All right, Moan. Uh, Padma Lakshi, 46. Uh, Slumdog Millionaires. <laughs> Not in that movie. I mean, I know <laughs> where he's going. He, you know. I do, I do too. Slumdog Millionaire is my best guess. It feels right anyway. She's like a famous chef, like a Rachel Ray type right. on TV. We're going chefs now? Yeah, she's on TV. It's her birthday. She's a celebrity. One more for it you, Moan. I, this, is a, this is the walk-off. I know we're a little late. You didn't get my birthday right. Moan, I, I have it, faith Bobby. in you. <laughs> Zoe Jones is 39. Zoe Jones? Julio Jones' sister. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Jones. Yes. Mike niece. Jones' knee. Mike Jones. Who? Actually, Mike Jones, the uh, football player, it's his birthday today. Is it really? Mike Jones. Played at UT with his son, yeah. Steve Jones. Yeah. There we go. I win. There you go. No. That's Steve Jones' daughter. No. Zoe Jones, if I said her middle name was Lister, would that help you? Listerine? No. You know who it is, Schaefer? I don't, but you said Lister, so I'm going to say. Debo's daughter. Yeah, Debo's daughter. Is Tiny really? Lister, the late. Yeah, tiny, tiny Tom Lister. I ended that because, as as I own one, you own one. You're wearing a Friday T-shirt, and you did not know Debo's. I, I want to throw that. that out there before we go to the hashtag fourth hour. 
of the you didn't get four hours in radio. That was horrendous. So we'll be right back after the headlines on the zone. 10.05, we 